is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios on the Fort Worth Armory. Platinum microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. 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 Wow. I got to tell you, if you're just joining us, when I get the podcast up for the first hour of the program today, you want to go back and listen to that. Dave was on fire and spot on in his assessment of every question we asked him. I was talking to Dave Workman, who is a renowned journalist in firearm circles for many, many years, working out of the Bellevue, Washington offices of the Second Amendment Foundation. It was, suffice to say, a rock-solid hour. And uh, I, I expect Greg down in Dallas pushing all the, the buttons and the bells and whistles and everything in there will likely run that uh, at some point in time in the future as an encore. That was very, very good. I also say this. I can see us going back. Make a note. I've already done it right here. Uh, I've already got a reminder set up for me, believe it or not, that I want to go pay careful attention to that previous hour next year at this time as we review 2023. Yep. Dave gave us some really good insight, and he foretold the future, I think, with some of his responses. Powerful stuff. Really great hour. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Hour two of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense in the Sig Sauer Studios on this Fort Worth Armory microphone now. All presented by X Insurance begins right away. Uh, Greg, before we get started, we didn't do this in the first hour. Would you tell our fine uh, fans out there where they can watch this in high definition on their devices and their television screens and participate in the chat and buy some AAR merchandise and all that good stuff? Absolutely. Well, if you want to do all of those things, head on over to armedamericanradio.org. In the top right-hand corner, you'll see three little hash marks. Give that a click. When that window pops open, select the Watch Live option. Maybe you're too busy or you're driving or doing something where you cannot watch uh, your tablet, phone, or TV, well, we've got a Listen Live option, which is right above Watch Live. When you click that link, you will see two subsequent links. You're going to see a Daily Defense link, which was the Monday through Friday show, and you're going to see a Sunday MonsterCast link. Just click appropriately. Maybe you missed one of the previous episodes, or you want to go back and hear that hour that just happened. Well, we've got a podcast link, and as soon as that podcast is posted, you can go to that link and listen to that episode with Dave Workman. And lastly, if you love the show and you want to sport some merch, we got that. Head on down to the shop link at the bottom of all of these links. Also, if you want to join our live chat, we've got that. Head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, and create your profile and just search for Armed American Radio Conversations. It's pretty much that simple. We just ask that you don't do any of that to watch the show, please, while you're driving a vehicle or operating heavy equipment, as they say. Sure. So I did something I thought was kind of cool the other day on a personal note. It's Friday. We can talk about these things. I I like cream in my coffee, and I've got just a couple sips left of some Defender coffee in here, and it's kind of cold now, and I love iced coffee. But I don't like hot coffee that got cold. Yeah, that's no. like eating a fried egg that got cold. Yeah, if it, if I didn't make it cold, I don't want to eat it cold. Or We're not doing that. Ugh, that's kind of gnarly to me. Don't know why, but regardless. So I, I found a website because I started this little hobby of aging bourbon. All right. right? Yeah. And and the reason I did it is because I have some very rare, very rare bottles of white bourbon that you you can buy like the buffalo trace white dog mash stuff like that right 
Now, keep in mind, I, I don't I, I don't drink that much. But when I do, it'll be a glass of bourbon from time to time. Right. All right. And I, I saw this stuff. I've, I've often wondered, you know, how hard could it be to make this stuff? Well, I'm not getting into all that. I, that's just not a hobby I want to create at this point in my life. But you can age that white. And, it, it, you know, it just I, I started watching some videos and I bought some of the the barrels and so forth. And I went through the process and it's kind of cool. And I'm aging a couple barrels right now. And because I got this, these bottles of Maker's Mark that they used to sell only at the Maker's Mark distillery. And I had friends that would get it up there and bring me a couple back when they came back. And I accumulated these bottles over the years. And I thought, you know, I'm going to age some of this stuff. So I was doing that. And I happened to find a website of a farm in the state of Georgia that farms all their wheat, all their barley, malt, all of it. It's the only seed to still distillery in the state of Georgia. So I started reading up on it. I talked to some of the guys down there, the owners. They got quite the, quite the operation going on. I can't buy any of their products now because it's aging. But what they did have, as I started reading through it, we love our coffee on the farm is what the website says. All right. And we love it with good homemade rich cream. And they started describing these cream flavors, pecan, butter pecan, actually, and uh, coffee flavored and a peppermint mocha because it was the holidays. So I bought three of these bottles thinking it was, you know, coffee creamer, right? Okay. Well, UPS dropped them off today and required a signature mm. because it wasn't coffee creamer. It was booze. Okay. <laughs> so I found myself, I guess it's kind of like a Bailey's liqueur. Okay, sure. Made that, but I, I felt kind of stupid. I thought, oh, I thought these were coffee creamers. You know, like no. they're bourbon flavored coffee. No. That's for more. I, I asked the guy, I asked the UPS guy, I said, why do I have to sign for these coffee creamers? He goes, well, I'm guessing because it's liquor. I said, what, what, what are you talking about? So I signed for it. I went in and looked it up. Sure enough, I just didn't read far enough down. Mm. So I, I might have to try it today. Just, uh. You know, I mean, why not, right? It came. Sure, yeah. So I'll give it the butter pecan. Seems like it might, it sounds like it's pretty good stuff. And I like the whole homegrown idea and the whole home state thing. So we'll give it a shot. I'll let you know on uh, maybe Sunday's Monster Cast what I think of it. But I got two bottles of butter pecan and one of, of their coffee flavored. And I just thought it was creamer. Sounds like I would. Because of the way it was written. I would start my Saturday morning with uh, some coffee like that. Well, yeah, you can. Right. I mean, clearly, who's never put Bailey's in coffee or something like that? Right. Yeah. But I'm not going to wake up on a Friday morning and pour. it's 40 percent alcohol by volume. Ooh. Right. It's 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 real liquor. Got a little stout. You know, know, put that in your coffee in the day. It might be a fun show (laughs) late in the afternoon or no show late in the afternoon. It could be either one. Run a couple encores. (laughs) (laughs) More like, hey, Greg, can you run a couple encores? Hey, what what do you think about that day of work of an hour? Can we run that? You run that twice. (laughs) It was really good. (laughs) I got got a big kick out of that. I'm like, wow, this coffee cream is pretty good. Did you try this? What did it mean you got to go to work? No, you don't. I'm not going to work. <laughs> Just drink some coffee creamer. You know. Oh, it was funny. So I, I, I can't say I got duped. And when I went to the site, I looked down, and, and sure enough, I just didn't read it all the way down. Mm. I thought, okay, I, I guess the thirty-four dollars a bottle for yeah. creamer should have been a giveaway, but should have. In Biden's America, today's day and age, it's just not 
a giveaway anymore. So a fun conversation for a Friday afternoon, right? So yeah. I'll, I'll, I think the butter pecan, I might, and that's the kind of stuff you put over ice. Oh, and I, yeah. Know, but I, if I imbibe it, I like, you know, a good bourbon, right? I like that. I, I like to enjoy a good bourbon from time to time. Not as much as I used to over the years. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I used to call people funny names that would drink that stuff, right? Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> What's with that? Well, I'm just doing Did you turn in your man card in the process? Yeah. <laughs> of course, when I go to Starbucks, I order a sugar-free oh, vanilla gosh. latte made with brevet, an extra shot, two Splendas, and some cinnamon. <sighs> and that's when I get ragged on all the time when people, he, when people... So I will actually call Neil McCabe and say, hey, Neil, I'm at Starbucks. Take a listen to my order. <laughs> and he'll start yelling in the speakerphone, make sure he turns his man card in, too, <laughs> on the speaker. Fun stuff, fun stuff. I, I tell you what, Neil McCabe, I can't wait to talk to Neil on the monster cast about what is going on in dc a uh, third hour this his week perspective this sunday is going to be amazing it is going to be a just a hardcore and i because all of us are going to be in the same like mind i don't know how i don't think it's going to be that provocative i think we speak for millions of americans at least when i say that i'm thrilled watching and i don't understand how a true conservative would be upset about trying to get the establishment moving in a more conservative direction. I don't see that as a bad thing. Look, McCarthy's going to be the Speaker of the House. Okay? They've adjourned until 10 p.m. Eastern time tonight. Many of you might be listening to this program after 10 p.m. We air at 11 o'clock in a lot of markets. We are at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock on the West Coast. So you may be hearing this at a time we may already have an answer. But I guess he's only about five, four or five votes down now. And I don't see anything wrong with forcing the establishment to capitulate to some of the demands of millions of conservative Americans. I don't see that as a bad thing. And I have thought about it time after time because the party will be stronger after this and our gun rights will be safer as a result of this. Because our gun rights, your gun rights, are a major issue with the Freedom Caucus. The only people who don't like what's happening in Washington right now are establishment pundits, establishment politicians, and liberal media. That should tell you something. We'll be back. We'll go to guns right after this. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Ledslinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Ledslinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LedslingersWhiskey.com today. 
At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Okay, let me get a mic going back on here. Sorry about that. Welcome back inside Armed American Radio's Daily Defense of the Six Hour Studios. The Fort Worth Armory mic is fired up for you. It's on again now. All of it brought to you today. And every day by X Insurance. Angeline says, Mark, you're half Italian. You should be making wine in your bathtub. My grandpa did that for many, many, many years. And I can tell you, Greg in Dallas, my mother is one of 16 kids. All right. And all of those kids, we have the smallest family. 
with three kids. Most are seven to 12 kids. I, needless to say, I have dozens of first cousins. Wow. On my mom's side of the family. And with a grandfather that lived on 3rd Street in Dayton, Ohio, ever since coming to this country during the, uh, during the great boom in the 20s, uh, and making tubs of what well, we used to see it when I was a kid. We used to go watch it. And he had tubs of that stuff. I can promise you the family reunions were a hoot. I mean, they were a lot of fun. I had cousins to this day. I still don't even know where my cousins. It's ridiculous, crazy stuff. All right. Dave mentioned, I, I wish I had more time to talk with Dave about this. The hour flies too quick. In the previous hour, we were talking about armed self-defense on the rise in 2022. And Dave's first paragraph on that, it jumped out at me when I saw it a few days ago. Whatever else people remember about 2022, it's almost certainly it almost certainly will be recalled as a year in which armed self-defense by private citizens noticeably increased. And in a couple of instances, their actions were hailed as heroic because they stopped likely mass shootings. And that was the gun mag that put one of those reports out, Greg. And I asked Dave the question, did self-defense shootings increase or are we just hearing about it more frequently? And that's a legitimate question because we know estimates on the low end, according to the CDC, who scrubbed their own site under pressure from the professional gun prohibitionist movement because the numbers the CDC found and backed up on their site publicly for years don't help the anti-gunners. Those numbers are anywhere from 65,000 annually to 2.5 million. So we know there's a wide spread there. I'm one of those people that has used a firearm to defend my life. And in most of those cases, it is estimated 95% of those cases, the gun is never fired. I am living proof of that. I am one of those numbers. At least I was back in 2002 on November 18th on a early balmy morning, heading to work at about 620 in the morning in Tampa, Florida, at the corner of Fletcher and Nebraska Avenue in my car. So I get it. But I don't know. You know, Dave's response was, likely we're hearing more about it. But then if you couple that, Greg, in Dallas with the fact and listeners, the fact that there are millions more gun owners and crime and violent crime is on the rise and has been, particularly since 2020, when you were told there was a pandemic and you were told by the government that you had to stay in your home and put a diaper on your face to keep everybody safe. And they're still telling you that. The blue states are still trying to put kids back in diapers, and I believe some of the states are doing that, if I'm not mistaken. That it is likely those numbers have risen, and maybe there's a correlation, Greg, because you see these types of events in your local blurbs, right? Mm-hmm. You read it in the Dallas, whatever it is, newspaper. I see it in, I don't read the AJC, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I refuse to read that rag, and I certainly won't get behind a paywall to do it. But I see it in my own local paper little ledger papers in local communities around the country and on local Fox affiliates or ABC, NBC, CBS, local affiliates will cover individual stories, but there's no national outlet for that. Hence why there's such a wide range. And because we've seen more of those stories covered on the local level and we have covered more of them, for example, Philadelphia comes to mind, if I'm not mistaken, Greg, we talked about it just this week. Yep. More carjackings. 600% increase in concealed carry permit holders. It only stands to reason that there is a correlation. 
and that those numbers, while they're being reported more often, they're being reported more often, mathematically equal to the rise that we're seeing from crime increasing. It would only seem to make sense to me. It seems like a logical explanation, does it not, Greg, in Dallas with all the bells and whistles? Yeah, it absolutely does. So I, I don't know how you know, it's, it's really kind of hard to say which one is it. And Dave said, yeah, he, he thought maybe because it was being reported more. But those two tie together, I think. It's being reported more because it's happening more often. It's more frequent. So what might have been, you know, 1% being reported, well, 1% now is a bigger number. So we're seeing more of this stuff reported in the local news. But according to John Lott's outfit, the Crime Prevention Research Center, CPRC, just over 22 million U.S. citizens are licensed to carry. That number, if I'm not mistaken, is now pushing like 26 million. And when you consider constitutional carry now, with Alabama, 25 states wide across the country, there are millions more Americans carrying guns. And when you consider that millions more Americans have purchased guns since ni- uh, since 1920. <laughs> well, that's that's a true statement, too. Yeah, okay. yeah. But we're referring to 2020. When the government told you that you had to do all these things and you didn't like what you were hearing and how do people respond? It comforts them. It gives them peace of mind to have a tool to be able to defend themselves as they're watching violent crime increase on whatever channel they're watching it on and wherever they're getting their quote-unquote news. So it just makes sense that these numbers are far greater. One of these, I guess, is when you hear this number bantered around, there's 100 million gun owners in America. Well, I've been saying 100 million gun owners in this country, Greg, now 14 years on the airwaves. Mm -hmm. I'm going to guarantee you, and that's why I say it's likely 150 million, and that's probably light. I, I could, I would go out on a limb and say that number is probably light. It's probably far more than that. If you were to call me and ask me, I'll tell you to go pound salt. And depending on what kind of mood you catch me in, I might tell you worse. It's none of your business. But that number's bigger. And I can promise you over a 14-year period, at least since we've been on the airwaves, speaking from our own experience here and educated guests, that that number is far greater than 150 million. Again, I could be wrong on that, but it only stands to reason when we just went over what we just went over, more crime, more American citizens, more gun-owning American citizens, more self-defense cases, more gun owners, more self-defense cases. I think it scales out. So the amount of Americans carrying firearms, and it's kind of disappointing from our side. We don't see the argument made more. We make it here. The bumper sticker logic, if you want to say there's 400 million guns, I think the number is far higher than that. But let's just say it's 400 million guns. That's a lot of guns, Greg, down in Dallas. It sure is. It's enough to give them concern. Well, sure. If the correlation was more guns equals more crime, and we have 50 million or 100 million more guns now in Americans' hands, we're not seeing the correlation and the increase. And they never talk about that. They just use it as a bullet point, a talking point, to say how many guns are flooding our streets without making the correlation that, well, if what they're saying to you is true, there would be 250,000 gun deaths a year based on those numbers. Ah, the lies just keep getting exposed. It's so easy to do. But that's logical. In order to understand what we're talking about now, you have to be an honest American, an honest human being. And the left, and not just the left, but particularly the gun-owning left, is anything but honest. We'll be back. Two more segments to go. 
Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle. Available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. 
following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Ah, Welcome back. Here we go. Halfway down already on Armed American Radio's Friday edition of the Daily Defense in the six-hour studios. Fort Worth Armory Mike, all fired up for you. All of it presented today and every day by X Insurance. Greg, doesn't it stand to reason that if the left was correct with all their lies, that our crime numbers, violent crime numbers, homicide rates would be 10, 15, 20 times the size it is if, in fact, more guns equals more crime on streets? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And I think, I mean, like you've said many a times, if uh, uh, gun owners were a problem in this country, then there would be a more relevant statistic than the minor crime. I don't want to call it minor. I mean, a lot of people killed in Chicago over the year. Um, it's it's one of those things, though, where this is the typical result of their policies, not necessarily the result of the existence of guns. It's it's a combination, I think, of policies and agenda. Fair to say? Yeah, sure. I I mean, we've argued that on the program for years, and it's been borne out. I I. I, I wouldn't want to be arguing arguing against me on that if I was the left. There's a very simple quote from our one of our members in uh, in the chat. Eliminate the red. I'll paraphrase. I don't want to scroll back up here while I'm on the air. I'll, I'll lose my place. But uh, eliminate crime in the blue cities. And take a look at what happens to crime across the country. Yep, that's a relevant I mean, set. It, it absolutely is. Eliminate crime in Fulton County in Georgia and watch the precipitous drop in crime across the state of Georgia. It's that simple. I could pick a couple more counties in there, too. DeKalb, Gwinnett, I, maybe parts of Cobb. I could you wipe that off. out? Wipe out Harris County? Yeah. Dallas. And what have you got in Texas? Wipe out Dallas County? What have you got in Texas? What happens to those numbers? Seriously, answer that question. What happens in those two cities if you wipe out crime in the blue cities in Dallas, both Dallas and Houston predominantly? The state's uh, overall numbers drop dramatically. Unless we tally in what is happening at the border, and then that's a whole nother story to talk about. Um, but we've currently got uh, a lot of problems in Eagle Pass, in El Paso, uh, and then several cities just along the uh, the, the border itself. Uh, not to mention the uh, enormous amount of crime that's happening with the cartels in Mexico right now. I don't know if anybody's seen any of those videos. Oh, the, the numbers are the numbers are terrible. Just the El Chapo arrest, I think, resulted in twenty nine killed. Uh, you know, it, you're right. And a lot of the Texas crime is being driven by what's going on at the border. Let's yep. face facts. Yep. Let's get real. That's not racist, ladies and gentlemen. That's just a fact. I mean, cars are being stolen. Houses are being uh, invaded. Uh, property is being taken. I mean, there's so many crimes of just and this is crimes of desperation by people that are coming across the border illegally. And so that just adds to the uh, the malfeasance. Not all of it, though. Well, I've seen the videos of the ones down there in Texas where you've got the guys with the backpacks banging on the windows and the doors trying to get in. Those guys are not just looking for agua. Oh, no, that's not, not what happening. I'm, that's not what I'm referencing when I'm saying just of necessity. Their, their necessity is to find some kind of something with value or an arm in order to be able to pursue further into the country. Oh, okay. I got you. I, uh, okay. I misunderstood you. You're right. Let's Let's talk a little bit about... A bizarre case 
in Louisiana, Monroe, Monroe, Louisiana. This story broke yesterday. I find this interesting. And the only thing, and I have searched this to no end. And every single outlet I'm seeing pick up the story I'm about to tell you is reporting the exact same thing, including the news out of Monroe, Louisiana, where this is occurring and where it occurred. And as I tell you this story, think back. Remember the bodega in New York? Yep. Well, let's just briefly go over that quickly for listeners who might not recall. But you had the store owner. Bodega is basically a small convenience store in Manhattan. Or yep. That's what you would refer to it as. Corner store. Corner store. Go in and pick up, you know, in New York, a $20 pack of cigarettes, a $30 pack of toothpaste. <laughs> yeah. You know, a $7, six-ounce bag of Doritos. If you live in New York, that's what you're paying. It's ridiculous. But he behind his counter, he was attacked. A woman got into it with him. Her boyfriend jumped across the counter, went at him, and was pounding him into the ground. He pulled a knife out, stabbed the guy, and I, he killed the guy, right? Killed the guy. He was arrested for that. New Yorkers went crazy. Yep. And see, this is where I have faith in people. It, because these laws, people know right from wrong. They know moral from immoral. We know that as human beings. We know in our gut something's wrong. And when you looked at the video, because it was all caught on video from the store, you thought, what did this guy do wrong? Except choose to do what he did in New York. He defended his life in New York. If he had done that in Georgia, he'd have been applauded. If he did it in a blue state, New Jersey, California, same thing would have happened. Well, in this, but people know it's wrong, Greg. Go ahead. This case also started, it was two perps. It was one was a female that was stealing snacks out of his store, and he stopped her from doing it. And then her boyfriend stepped in and started threatening him. And uh, if I remember, pulled a knife on him. And so he pulled his gun and ended up shooting the guy. And so it, it was two perps. No, he stabbed the guy. Oh, that's right. He Wait, did he, stab He's the him. guy that he went beneath the counter and grabbed the knife as he was being beaten. He got away. That's right. Well, I knew but, one of them had a knife. But keep this in mind. It's bigger. You, you know, when Greg says he was steal, the woman was stealing snacks or didn't want to pay the price, whatever it was. Yeah. Those aren't snacks to that man. It might be a bag of Doritos and chips or crackers to you. It's his livelihood. Yep. And when you steal a man's livelihood, well, what do I often say on the program? If you attempt to deprive another human being, particularly another American here in this country that we care about, of their life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, you lose your right to all three of the above instantly. And if your death results because of your actions attempting to deprive that person of their life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, too bad for you. You don't get any sympathy from this kid at all. Now, having reminded you, that case angered us, didn't it? You can tell it's emotional. It, it just We knew it was wrong. The liberal DA, Soros-funded in New York was forced to drop those charges because the people weren't going to hear it. He knew there was no jury in New York, not even if it was 12 ultra-liberal goofballs that all hated guns and everything else and knives were going to find this guy guilty because all human beings know they have a right to defend their lives. And they were going to put themselves in that guy's shoes. And even that idiot DA knew it. Now, let's move to Monroe, Louisiana, where you have a Dollar General clerk who... Get this. I'm just going to read this, and I'm going to eliminate certain parts of it. A clerk working at a Dollar General in Louisiana, and I'm going to eliminate some of these, said he killed an armed robber inside the store. 
Officers with the Monroe Police Department responded to a report of a shooting and robbery at a Dollar General just three days ago, guys, on January 3rd. Police said Anderson fired fired a shot at the suspect, which hit the suspect and a customer inside the store. That's collateral damage you don't like to have happen. But inside the confines of a store like that, those things can happen. Police said Anderson fired a shot at the suspect, which hit the suspect and a customer inside. The suspect in the armed robbery, the suspect in the armed robbery, would be found north of the store, lying in the money he had just robbed the store of. The suspected robber was taken by ambulance to a hospital where he later died, police said. In the affidavit, Police said after the shooting, Anderson, the store owner, locked the door, set the alarm, and left the property. He later went to the police station to give a statement and told police he was, quote, he was afraid the suspect was going to kill him when he pulled out the gun and robbed the store. He said he ran from the scene because he didn't know that he had hit the suspect. He wasn't sure. So he took off. He then went to the police station and told him what happened. Anderson also told the police while he was there that there had been four other armed robberies and two attempted robberies at the store since August. A perfect place to leave you hanging until we come back after this break. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues right after this. You do not want to miss what happens next. We'll be right back. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. The Second Amendment Foundation has grown into what many believe to be the most important gun rights organization in America. With hundreds of thousands of active members, it is the Second Amendment Foundation defending your rights in courtrooms across the nation. Winning these battles in local jurisdictions all the way to the Supreme Court requires tireless effort and help from you. Please help the Second Amendment Foundation defend your freedoms by joining or donating today at saf.org. Join us at saf.org. Thank you. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. 
If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. I got to tell you, welcome back, by the way. I absolutely love uh, the Babylon Bee today. Barbara Whittington, I got to give her a shout out here, posted this in the chat. AOC asks why we need a house speaker since everyone already has headphones. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of other crazy stuff about AOC lately, too. But I did see Laura Loomer chase her down. All right. And when AOC, yeah, she caught up to her in Washington, D.C. yesterday. And when Loomer, uh, when uh, Loomer walked up to her, she was crossing the street. AOC saw it was her and went, oh, no, oh, no, and tried to sidestep her. Uh, so it, it's kind of fun to watch. Uh, I'm, in, I'm enjoying watching all the shenanigans in D.C. right now. Let's go back to this Monroe, Louisiana story. I laid this out. You got a store clerk who was a victim of an armed robbery, which is not disputed. The criminal was found laying dead with a gun amongst the money he had stolen during the robbery. And he was dead because the store owner or the clerk shot him. He was arrested and charged with manslaughter. Hmm. Hmm. Now, I'm just asking for a friend. That's in Louisiana. And that's all the story says. What I read you, this was in Monroe, Louisiana. What I read you was the story. And if you look this up, 
like I did now. I did it a couple hours before the show. Maybe there's more on it now. But this is all in every story I found that had covered it. And there were quite a few outlets that covered it, reported the same story. No more details. Now, on the surface, if what we just read is 100% true, I want to know why this guy was charged. When a guy with a gun was found dead after robbing the store with a gun, laying on top of the money he had just stolen from the clerk. Why was the clerk charged? So is there more to this? I almost think there is. Here's what I can gather just from covering these over the years. Did the robber get away and was fleeing the store outside the store when the clerk shot him in the back and killed him rather than just letting him go? Let's not forget Louisiana is a blue state. True. So is New York. We go to that bodega operator. Now, you know, look, that's a fleeing felon thing, okay? But you would think that law enforcement, when asked about this, would have no qualms about letting that part out as justification for what is no doubt going to be the looming question, why is this guy being charged as a victim of an armed robbery when he used a gun to defend himself? So there has to be more to this. There has to be. And about the only thing I can concoct in my brain on a Friday afternoon at 51 minutes after the hour, four minutes before we shut this program down today, is he chased him out and fired on him after the fact and may have shot him in the back. And now you've got a whole fleeing felon thing, as I mentioned. That's about the only scenario that I can concoct in my brain that would result in a manslaughter charge. Maybe there's nuance in Louisiana law that we're not aware of here that somehow says you can't use a gun to defend yourself in a Dollar General. I mean, look, Dollar General may have a corporate policy that you can't be armed in the store as a clerk. We see that nonsense all the time where the 7-Eleven clerk gets fired, right? Well, I'm seeing in the story for lawfully defending himself that a second customer was also wounded. Uh, yeah, that's what I was reading in front up front on that is. But that wasn't the manslaughter charge. That person was wounded after he shot. Well, there. OK, so what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're where you're going with this. It, that may would make it appear like it occurred in the store. Yep. Is that where you were going with that? Uh, well, no, I was just assuming that maybe they were trying to uh, charge the clerk with uh, attempted manslaughter of the second individual. Um, no, he was charged with manslaughter for killing the for killing the armed robber. They've even they even told you he was an armed robber. He was laying in the pile of loot, the booty that he stole. Right. Yeah. So I, I see that. Yeah. This doesn't make sense. So you pulled it up, too. So you're seeing the same thing I see. I didn't see any additions to this story prior to airtime. So I throw that disclaimer out. There could be additional information out there that we're not reporting right now because we're live on the air for you. But it's it seems odd to me. And I'm going to bet you 
that any mitigating circumstance like that aside, that these charges might very well be dropped. Public opinion, I don't care what color the state is, is going to side with this court. People are fed up with crime. They're fed up with it. They're sick of it. And when a liberal Soros-funded DA makes the right decision, well, (laughs) it was his second decision. His first decision was to charge the guy. That didn't go over well, law dog. So unless this was an egregious, he chased him. Yeah, but then you would think he fired at him four times, hit some bystander who was just driving down the road in a car or walking a dog or something like that. When he should have just stayed in the shop and called 911 and said, look, I was just robbed. Short of that happening. Where he chased him out, I, I don't see how there's a charge here. He, that stands anyway. There's got to be some details that are left out because I'm looking at a report from KNOE, which I believe is an affiliate there in Monroe. I saw that one as well. I'm on WFTV9. I also saw KNOE. Is there any addition to that? Is it an update? Uh, Not that I'm seeing. And I think this is uh, from January 3rd. So it's a few days old. And there hasn't been an update. The one I'm looking at is from yesterday or two days ago on the 4th. Yep. I see that one. Which was Wednesday. So I, I don't know. I, I find that interesting in, in the sense and, and within the context of how we talk about these things on Armed American Radio. People are just they're done. They're over it. They've had enough and they will begin taking the law into their old hands. And this the reason I, I wanted to pull this up was because of what we were talking about with Dave. Are more people defending themselves, et cetera? We're seeing more of this. We're hearing more of this. And we are going to see and hear more of this as well. So I, I want to keep my eyes on this one, Greg, and find out, it, because I'm, I'm going to guess that the cops are going to be forced to answer some questions here. Why is this guy being charged? I'm going to guess that there's going to be some outrage in the community when you have a store clerk that's being charged with manslaughter for defending himself and what is his livelihood under threat of a criminal with a gun. Hmm. I don't know. I would have expected to see something like that if it were Los Angeles, if it were New York, if it were maybe Chicago, and then public opinion turns, which happens very frequently, as it did in the Bodega case we mentioned, against the prosecutors who are trying to charge good people for defending themselves. So we'll keep an eye on that. It's an interesting story because there's no more details that have popped up in the last 48 hours on that other than what we just covered with you. So interesting stuff. Monster Cast coming up on Sunday. We always do. We're going to take tomorrow off, kind of, sort of, as we prepare for Sunday's three-hour monster cast. And then we're going to get up and do it again all next week. So I'm going to leave you with this, as I always do. Carry on, carry often, carry absolutely everywhere. Never, ever, ever leave your cave without your club. No self-respecting caveman would have ever left his cave without his club. Don't be that caveman. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your weekend. I love each and every one of you, and we'll see you on the radio Sunday. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network.